Where does self-esteem come from? Was I born with it? What is self-esteem exactly? How do I know when I've found it? People commonly think self-esteem is something that is lost and they need to find it. But the truth is, self-esteem or self-love is an outcome of using your choices, your free will, to choose to be honest, responsible, and humble. Yep, that's the truth. Come and learn how to develop self-esteem. Hello everyone, I'm your host, Jody Hildebrandt. Welcome to another episode of the Connections Podcast, where we help you create joy in your life and in your relationships. Start your training today at connectionsclassroom.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Connections Coaching, or join our private Facebook group, Moms of Truth, with Jody and Ruby. Here's our question. Hello, I'm a 17-year-old male and senior in high school who has been following Connections for a long time, and I now feel a yearning to write in. Even though I am the president of the Kindness Club in my school, I get good, solid grades, and, and I'm in multiple other clubs and honor societies, I struggle with invariably low self-esteem daily. I have cut ties with people who were severely hindering my spiritual development in my sophomore year. It was my fault for ever becoming friends with these specific people in the first place. And I let these friendships run way too long. I have three friends from school, which I consider my brothers, which are the only friends I have never had any tension with. A few days ago, one of these brothers named so-and-so, who I consider a younger brother by a grade since middle school, relayed to me during my venting moments that I derive my happiness from external sources, especially people and the success of the sports teams that I follow. My sleep has also been dysfunctional and I have been having night terrors at least once or twice a week for a little over two years. Thank you for your time and patience. Um, So it sounds like this young man would like some help with self-esteem. And I don't know what the night terrors have to do with this question, but I'm sure it's hooked into the way that he thinks and feels about himself. Um, So here he is. He's saying to me and to us, he's saying, I'm the president of this kindness club and I do really well in school and, you know, people like me um, and I've been in uh, interactions with other boys who are living in distortion and he has severed those relationships with them. But there's these other, these other kids, these other young men that are interacting with him. And one of them says, I think you're trying to get your happiness from people. And I think you're trying to get your happiness from the, the teams that you follow. And another way of saying that, you're trying to fill, F-I-L-L, fill yourself with um, feel like things that feel good. Um, they, they call it happiness, things that feel good so that you can feel good as a person. So it's really common that people do that. People 
eat food to feel good. Feel, F-E-E-L. So they fill, F-I-L-L, their bodies with food and usually carbs or sugars or things that are going to break down really quickly and give them a hit, a chemical hit quick. Um, so that they feel, F-E-E-L, they feel better. And this young man is saying, I need some help. I have low self-esteem. And so I am using things. I am distracting with sports teams. I'm distracting with people to give me this illusion that I can get my self-esteem from out here. And the truth is self Esteem, the ability to esteem oneself is an internal experience. It's internal. You cannot have or, or take or receive or pour into yourself self-esteem, esteem for yourself from an external um, entity or an external activity. So when his friend says, I think you're de deriving your happiness from other people, this friend was saying, you need to look at you and see why it is that you aren't generating love, care, respect, honor, value, importance, happiness, joy. All those things are things that are inside truth because they're all principles. So this friend, I don't know if he knows what he actually said to him or not. It was quite mature that you need to look at how to fill, F-I-L-L, -L, yourself with principles of truth so that you can esteem oneself. So let me say that again. In order to create esteem, self-esteem, it is an inside job. And the way you start practicing esteeming yourself is that you use your choices to choose to be honest. Is that interesting? That honesty is actually the thing that will sustain love and joy and value and honor and self-respect, self-dignity. Another principle is learning to be responsible. Responsible for what? Responsible for your own perception. So when I have an experience, I perceive, I plug myself into the experience through my choices and I say, um, wow, that, uh, that is, that, that's on me. I'm the one that broke my commitment around that experience. So maybe I have an experience where I tell someone I'm going to meet him at the bank at three o'clock. And at two o'clock, I receive a phone call. I answer the phone call and it's someone who I haven't talked to in a year and I was catching up. And so I just decided to break the commitment at the bank because I felt that talking to this person was more important than keeping my commitment. So I went from a place of truth and I then went, chose to go into distortion. So when I finally call my friend who's meeting me at the bank and it's 25 after three, 
I say to them, so here's an experience. If I want to have self-esteem, which means I have to use my choices, my agency to be responsible. So here's me being responsible. Friend, so I'm on the phone with them. Friend, I was really selfish this afternoon. I made a commitment to you that I would meet you at the bank at three o'clock. And I saw that that three o'clock was coming up and I chose to put something else in front of that commitment. And I wouldn't even tell them what it was because it doesn't matter. And so I say, I will not do that again. You, you were waiting. You, you probably didn't know where I was, you know, cause I didn't call you. And that was really mean and that was really aggressive. And that was very, um, um, selfish for me to do that. That's me going back and repenting, which is a principle of truth. That's me saying, I won't do that again. That's me saying my word means something. My commitment means something to me. I will keep my commitment shy of being knocked unconscious someplace. I'll keep my commitments. Do you like what you're hearing so far? Make sure you never miss a show by subscribing to our podcast now or go to connectionsclassroom.com and click transform with Jody. Now, when people don't keep their commitments, they do it as a pattern. They don't just do it once and then never do it again. They don't keep a commitments. They pick and choose which commitments they're going to, to live and they're going to keep. And so that is a pattern of distortion. If I choose to be dishonest, because remember, there's unresponsible and humble. Those are the three principles that I want to practice. As I practice those principles, I will feel an honoring of myself. I will feel respect for myself. I will feel um, congruent and whole and happy with my choices. I will start enjoying me and liking me and esteeming me if I'm willing to live to be honest, responsible, and humble. So when I meet people who say, I have a self-esteem issue, I turn that around and say, actually, you have a principle issue. I was talking to someone recently and they were saying, I um, have a lot of stage fright. And what I heard was they didn't know how to perceive inside the truth. And so we talked and and this person told me how um, when they get on stage, they were a singer. And when they get on stage, they get really nervous and scared and they feel fear. And so I helped them understand that their perceptions that they were choosing to have were not in the truth. And that when they told themselves things like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run out of breath, or my throat's going to tighten up, or people aren't going to like the way that I sing, or I'm not going to be able to hit those notes, or um, I don't deserve to be here, or you know, I shouldn't uh, be so worried about who, I, you know, who I'm singing to, but I am. I mean, so-and-so's in the crowd, and what if they judge me, and then they go tell all my friends that I wasn't very good. You know, all of these kind of thoughts are not the truth. And when I say not the truth, what I mean is I'm just making that up. 
Now, what if someone actually said one of the statements I was worried about? Well, that wouldn't be the truth either. Why? Because truth is about what the facts are. So if someone came up and said, you know what? You don't sing very well. That's not a fact. (laughs) That's just an opinion. That's what they deem as their opinion, what I call true. But it's not the truth. And so as I help this person understand that they were the ones that were responsible for all those thoughts that are going on in their head, they are now taking, um, they're now taking control over what they let themselves think. And guess what? The stage fright is starting to wane. It's not completely gone and it will be gone completely, but they're practicing. They're practicing not allowing distorted thoughts to come in and disrupt them. And as they, as this person keeps choosing to um, challenge and to denounce those kind of statements, their esteem for themselves is growing. Not only is the fear leaving, esteem, love, honor, respect, value, confidence is growing in that person. I said to them, I said, so when you sing this specific song, can you hit all the notes? And this person's like, yeah, yeah, you should hear me when I'm by myself. I have no problem belting it out. And it's like, well, you're like 98% of the way there then. Because <laughs> you'd have a problem if you actually couldn't hit the notes. And not that your stage fright would be legit, but you wouldn't be being honest about your ability. Um, if you got up and you chose a song and you couldn't hit the notes and you were trying to force yourself to hit the notes, but you just don't have, you know, you, you either don't know how, or you're not skilled or your, your vocal cords can't go there. Uh, you know, you, you just wouldn't be telling yourself the truth. So you have to tell yourself the truth in every circumstance. And when you learn how to do that, you won't have an issue with self-esteem. You'll be plenty esteemed you will feel really positive and powerful and able and capable of yourself. Not in a place of cocky, but in a place of being sure. Like, I can do that. It's not this attitude of, you know, I can do that. It's just, you're sure. I can do that. So telling yourself the truth is an ailment for those of us who have fear around anything, who question um, what reality is. If you are questioning reality, you need to get into the facts of reality, which means get into the truth. And once you get into the truth, that fear will go away because you can't have fear and truth in the same space. They, they, don't, they don't jive. And truth will always dominate fear. It will always eclipse fear. So to this young man, I would invite you to learn how to practice, to practice every day in your circumstances, telling yourself the truth about whatever you're in. Maybe you, um, you know, someone that you like, you, you, you tell them a story or you're telling them a joke and they don't laugh at your, at your joke. And 
you want to go into, oh my gosh, it's because they don't like me or they think I'm stupid or they think I'm goofy. Stop. Stop yourself. Just because they did not laugh at your joke doesn't mean any of those things. So you have to stop yourself and say, stop. Their laughter does not give me self-esteem. Their acknowledgement of what I said does not give me worth. Their aggression towards me does not say that I'm stupid. The truth is, I don't know why they didn't laugh and I don't know why they're being aggressive. It's not, it's not relative to truth. And then you tell yourself the truth. I'm okay. And at the beginning, you'll think, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I need him to laugh, so I'm okay. And it's like, no, you don't. That's where you've been deceiving yourself. And this is where your friend is talking, that you're deriving your, your esteem from somebody else and what they do. And there's no truth to that. You cannot receive um, happiness from another person. It all is created inside your own mind and you staying connected to what the reality, what the truth is. Thank you for your question. Thank you so much for listening to the Connections podcast today. Share this podcast with your family and friends. And if you're not already subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast. You can find on-demand and live training at connectionsclassroom.com to help you create joy in your life and in your relationships. You can also find parenting support in our private Facebook group, Moms of Truth with Jody and Ruby. I'm your host, Jody Hildebrandt, and thank you for listening.